0: Welcome to Week All of Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Notch. I'm Colin. And I'm Caleb. This week, we bring you poetry by Shakespeare, train wrecks by Minnesota, and Miguel Diardo's return. So, Caleb, I have, a, I have a question for you about the wild. Everybody okay. tells me that the Wild are not doing so hot, and I want to hear your take on it. Are they right? Or is it just the cynicism of Minnesota coming through? What What is this? They're in a little bit of a slump right now. Yeah. I There's been some injuries in the defense. Um, I think Dumba just came back. Um, they just needed firing back on all cylinders. Dubnyk needs to ref- refine this form and goal. Uh This didn't happen throughout any team season. They'll, they'll bounce back for, before the playoffs. They have plenty of time. So you think they'll make the playoffs? I think they already made the playoffs. Literally. See, this is how much I know about hockey. Have they, Colin? you want to... I would not they're... know if they've clinched it. <laughs> I would be
1: surprised if they miss it at
0: this I point. I think okay. they're still first in the West. If that has changed since the game in Chicago on Sunday, I'm not sure. So, folks, this is is a way to ease you into the fact that we've decided to change the topic of this podcast, the Uh, the other topic we used to cover. So we've decided we're going to become a hockey podcast now. And I just wanted to make sure before we start covering that team that it's doing better than... (laughs) The other team we follow I mean, by default, yes Okay <laughs> That's not necessarily that it's going well, but Alright, with that, we should actually jump into the segment where we cover Minnesota United first Because that's the elephant in the room If we start talking about anything else and we get to that later People just can be like, come on What, what am I, watching NBC with Rachel Maddow talking about tax returns? Like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we
1: could just draw this out to the very end And <laughs> Come up with random sponsors that are giving us money, but no, no,
0: no we've got substance, so with that, we should move into a segment we call loon monitoring, oh come on wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Loon monitoring is a segment of the show where we talk about our favorite team, Minnesota United, and the trials and the tribulations that puts us through at times, one of those times being two days ago, <laughs> yeah, when they lost six one. To uh, Atlanta United, with scarves on several dark clouds that said "Best United," uh, hmm. referencing Minnesota. Yeah, that I mean, that was premature. Maybe they mean against DC United, because DC United also had a big loss. We'll cover later. Okay, but all right. Maybe they meant over the other United, the OG United. So, so take me through the the game. What went wrong for the Loons? The defense. Um, I think the. Easier question to answer Was what went right <laughs> I mean it, It's not as if <laughs> That was my, my Basically by the yeah. way That was my Basic sports radio impression <laughs> So Yeah It's not as if It was
1: Completely devoid Of positives um, There were f- Quite a few times Where Going forward Minnesota seemed like They were At the least competent second half Of the first half They looked very dangerous Yeah after, We were very
0: unlucky Not to end up With two goals At halftime
1: Yeah yeah, after we were down three nothing,
0: things were starting to look up. They they woke up and went, Oh hey, we're playing a game. What? Yeah. I gotta I gotta say, when the starting lineups came out, it was surprising to see Justin Davis not on the lineup. Yeah. It was surprising to see so few players who have played for us before who would be you know Jumping at the bit to go in front of a Minnesota crowd in mm-hmm. MLS I was surprised to see them not on the pitch you, you know for sure that Davis would have sprinted all up and down that field throughout the entire game I mean, no matter how many goals we were down by um, you know for a fact that Murillo Ivar would do the same exact thing right in front of him um, Ibsen gets a lot of flack but he doesn't give up when he he gets angry he wants to play better he'll yeah, he might go for a set up tackle on an opposing player, but he will <laughs> do it with full force and full. Hey, he, he won't pull a Nazarene headbutt somebody. Uh, just to get to yeah, a trip to yeah,
1: top. yeah. We'll we'll talk about that later. Um, but again, it was just a situation of the back line just getting picked apart the whole whole game. I I was talking to Caleb about this earlier. The eleven goals that Minnesota United have given up, I think I've counted nine where. Rather than it being like a, a pass that cut through or something like that, it was literally a player running in between a fullback and a center back. And Nine of those, and eight of them, I'm pretty sure involved Jermaine Taylor at some point.
0: Yeah, a lot of flashes were given to our uh, goalie John Alves and Demidov and Calvo. I think a lot of the blame Timmy to put on the center batch, but you have to remember they're, they're basically playing for all four positions on along the, along the back line uh, Thiessen had what two three days of training with the team before he started a full ni- and played a full 90 and Taylor just isn't up to snuff to be a fullback in the MLS anymore well I don't think he was there in the first place yeah. but um, <laughs>
1: Thiessen at least had a few decent crosses from the right side a, um, a few good defensive stops yeah and- I I remember at least one that he got burned on,
0: but not terrible. And Al of Bouguet. I I always this this Al-Baj, I thought Al-Baj. we figured out. How about you? because the, the Minnesota goalie, <laughs> yes. the Minnesota goalie Johnny, go. a. <laughs> Johnny A. Johnny <laughs> A. He he did get hurt. He's got a laceration which puts him out between one and three weeks, which has left us with only one goalkeeper going into. The Colorado Rapids game this weekend because Bobby Shuttlewood is healthy. Uh, The other guy has a concussion. Yeah, Patrick
1: McLean is in the concussion protocol. Must have been a training injury or something like that. And Farrell is out for the year or out for a while
0: still. Well, he's not even on the roster. Right, but we still have his rights, so we could have signed him if he was healthy. But he's not. But he's not. Yeah, so so that means that the Minnesota, the Minnesota United, I doing my uh, favorite pioneer press impression, the Minnesota <laughs> United. Mean, I th- I think it's more the Star trib that Is does it? that. I can never. NPR that. does that. Okay, so the Minnesota United has to turn to the MLS goalkeeper pool for a uh, replacement goalie, except that pool has run dry, just like. <laughs> Much like uh, jacuzzis in Steve Bannon's rental apartments, it has Thank acid you. Thank in, you. in there. That is being bro- that is it's corrosive. There is nothing in this pool. It cannot hold water anymore. That is the last thing I want to think about tonight. Thank you, not <laughs> so. Marius Rovdy might have to suit up, or maybe we could get Wayne Shaw <laughs> to, to come <laughs> sell some Potter's pasties. I would be
1: so happy if that happened.
0: Yeah. Um, Maybe I don't I don't know what the protocol is here. If we didn't sign a a keeper who's not yet affiliated with MLS. Yeah. Um I don't know what we had Carducci in in preseason. I don't know what he's doing right now. I don't know what Sammy and Jock's doing right now, but I know he Sammy. he would probably take up an international oh, spot, God. which isn't which you can't do at the roster right at this point. Yeah. But there's a lot of question marks going into this next match more than usual. So let's let's actually talk about perception Because... I went on Twitter right after this game. I got home. I couldn't sleep. And I stayed on Twitter for several hours. I stayed on Reddit for several hours and just saw the reaction and and the volume of anti-Minnesota United sentiment out there in this world. And it's, it's to their credit, it's mostly not from our fan base. It's from fans around the world and the country. The mentions are rolling in on Twitter with jokes about Minnesota United quote, Making History this is the worst start to by an MLS season by an expansion team. There are all sorts of things about how Minnesota United's not going to exist next year, and I'm mentioning all this just because vicious banter, mm-hmm. and I've never seen it be this bad before. Even when we had our dry runs in the NASL, when we made mistakes, when Sammy threw the ball into our own goal, you know, all this stuff was not the 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 kind of vicious savageness that we're seeing right now with the sentiment against this team. Uh, I've never seen it this bad, and so so going into this next weekend what needs to happen to turn that around first off why would you do that to yourself notch reading the reddit threads and the comments on Twitter why would you do that to yourself <laughs> I, I, I live a very interesting life in the bedroom you know <laughs> okay, I thought move. that was in okay. your
1: basement but geez um, <laughs> in any case things that need to happen um, not let in
0: five or six goals is that is that it? Is that it? Honestly do we at this need point to have a, is the bare minimum a respectable loss. Or do we need to win or do we need respectable to loss or a draw? I'd be very happy with a draw at this point. Um figuring out the back line is the first step. You need to find uh, defense uh center bats and full backs that communicate well with each other, worked well with Bobby Shuttleworth, and can kind of organize the defense and Know where the other person is going to be. There's a lot of times on crosses where a Atlanta man or a Portland person man would be unmarked, and it just seemed like the players would be like, oh, the other guy has it. The other player has, has marked this man. I don't semi job to mark it. I need to so have two people more standing outside of these players who are yeah getting free headers on our goal. There's just gigantic amounts of space. Yeah, yeah. Needs to be to be more communication, out. basically. Right. Um.
1: One thing I actually noticed during the uh, Atlanta game, going forward, it seemed like Minnesota wasn't using space that effectively. They're actually collapsing a lot more towards whatever side the ball was on. So if you're going to shrink the field going forward, maybe try shrinking the field going in reverse. Mm-hmm. You know, Put people in the box. Put people... A little bit heavier of a press, get something going on in the midfield. Like there's, there's so much room to run through that teams are going to continue scoring on Minnesota.
0: Yeah, and we should be using our subs. We should. <laughs> that, <laughs> that that is true. We did, did not use our third we used substitute. One sub. We used well. We used two subs because our because John right. Ovech got injured. Mm-hmm. Um. There was no. Yeah. And Heath, in his press conference, said he essentially wanted to see what happened when the guys were out there. He wanted Which to play it out. I have so many problems with, but I, yeah. But
1: There's R- a lot of things we have yeah.
0: problems with. Uh, Rasmus Schuler played a great game. He should have played all 90. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in Colorado. I'll be there. <laughs> It'll be fun. 54 of us at last count nice. traveling to, to Dick Sporting Goods Park can't score So we'll see what happens when they come up against our defense This is a good chance I, I personally feel to turn the perception around That they do need a win That this narrative of Worst team in MLS, terrible, awful Continues until we can get ourselves a win And if, I, th- I think they need that win If you
1: guys are playing MLS Fantasy Hot tip Shelkin Gachi
0: I'm picking him for 6 goals this week Okay Jesus. All right. Uh, in other Minnesota United related news. Oh, wait. Before, before we move on, we had questions from listeners. We asked for questions. They were all Minnesota United related. So let me just go through them very quickly. At Brian Mobile asks, why? Why? Why, guys? Why? Because. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because. I had no not, not, I had for that. At Goldfish Fiber says, how right was I in saying we should sign a Bundesliga designated player defender for MLS? I think every team could use a bonus leader defender DP. Perfect. Yeah. At Colin Solberg, Colin with the two L's this time, did at Minnesota United. Speak when they beat Swansea in 2014. Has it all been downhill since then? That was my first game, so basically, it's all my fault. Yeah. I'm I'm, really sorry. I'm putting it on Um, Caleb,
1: although I disagree with the premise of this question because it comes from a guy that doesn't know how to spell his own damn name.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. At Texas Zelleros, the best part of the match on Sunday was the fact that the football lines were obscured by the snow, right? I thought the best part was the video narrated by Bruce McGuire yeah. honoring all these older players from the Star, Thunder, Kicks, etc. days. I thought that was nice.
1: Yeah, I thought the best part of the game was, in all seriousness, um, Game Day Operations actually went really smoothly for a first game in... Uh, completely different stadium so kudos to the front office I I never say that but and the U of M facilities yeah U of M as well you have have to do a shameless plug for your friends I wanted
0: wanted, I, I actually did want to take a moment to recognize that because this could have been a logistical nightmare right you make all these wonderful plans for your first game and then the universe dumps what four to six inches of snow on you makes it the coldest game in MLS history and things still went well. Nobody got stuck in the stadium. The lines were were blown clear. The team handled the operations on the day really well. And and I think the fans... You were There were a lot of tweets about how people said you know, the result was really horrible. But this was still a great game to be at and experience. It was a fantastic atmosphere at the game. Yeah. Just... Yeah. I, I think it's just going to go up from here. I think it's going to be even louder because snow dampens noise. So... We will we will see uh, what happens when we actually have a game day where you know my hair isn't frozen in ice literally. So <laughs> I hope that happens. <laughs> April first, we don't get another blizzard or something. But let's let's move on really quickly because we sp- spent a lot of time in Minnesota United already. Very quickly, last week E Pluribus Unum first reported and then fifty five one confirmed that Minnesota United's new stadium has a name. Cloud City. Is it called Cloud City? I hope so. No comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be called Allianz something because Allianz is going to be sponsoring it. They have. the Allianz Arena 2.0? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Allianz Arena ish? <laughs> I can't believe it's not Allianz Arena. <laughs> so, so are Miracle here? Allianz? <laughs> are we going to have a team that's just going to share it with us called 1860 Minnesota? <laughs> Uh, So, I mean, in in all seriousness, this is brilliant. Allianz has their, what is it, American head offices in one of the suburbs around here, something like that. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Well done for the team. That's a great sponsor. And our stadium is inspired by Allianz Arena. So, I'm really, really happy to to hear this piece of news. Also, I should mention, by the way, we came up with a great name for the... um, Segment where we were going to talk about injuries for Minnesota, or like Colin came up with a great name um, It is the clipped wing report sponsored by the damage wreaked by
1: buffalo wild wings on my intestinal tract Thank you for That's that.
0: That's not the sponsor we wanted, but
1: it is our first sponsor So it's not the sponsor that we want. It's the sponsor that we deserve <laughs> That's definitely true. Anyway, so as we mentioned um John Elf, whatever his last name is, um, <laughs> expected to be out one to three weeks. Um, it, luckily for him, it was just a uh, really bad cleat. Um, Patrick McLean out with a concussion. Joe Greenspan also apparently is in the concussion protocol. How
0: are all these people getting
1: concussed? Um, probably by playing on a really really hard field. They're banging their heads during training. Team
0: against the walls,
1: trying to figure out what to do with the team. <laughs> That's probably him. more accurate. And um, we got a little <laughs> bit, we did get a little bit more news about uh, Bernardo on your, um, Meg Ryan noted that he apparently is out with some sort of nerve issue in his leg. I'm
0: shocked. This is my shocked voice. <laughs> All right, with that, we should move on to a segment we call. Thank God. <laughs> A segment we call the Major Listing Service, where we cover news from Major League Soccer, the Division I league, in these United States. All right, boys, what happened in MLS this past week?
1: Uh, Nothing in New England, that's what, because somebody doesn't know how to play in the cold. Yeah, they need more snowblowers, basically, to mark the lines, and they could have been able to play this game. Bob Kraft <laughs> needs to actually spend some money on the team so they can have
0: snowblowers <laughs> to play in the cold. Right. This is Revolution versus Orlando, which was postponed, and Orlando signed Joe Bendik. Ow. To <laughs> <three> <laughs> <your team. laughs> All right. Portland won one nil against the Galaxy this week. It wasn't without conf- controversy. Uh... Which happened after the game, mostly. Yeah, so <gasps> during the game, uh, some questionable refereeing calls against uh, Van Dam of LA. Uh, looked like two dives from two separate Portland players that led to two yellow cards for Van Dam, and then also led
1: to probably the best video ever. yeah hashtag
0: memes indeed. Right, the LA Galaxy Twitter feed decided to take the shooting stars video by. I think it's Bag Raiders from their Australia electronic band. I actually really like this song. And made a fantastic mashup of Diego Chara basically following through all sorts of situations, including Diego Chara being shot into the Death Star to destroy it. Probably the best piece of MLS social media I've seen in a very long time. So, of course, the MLS front office gets ticked off and it says that they will be contacting the LA Galaxy social media team about it. I hope that they are contacting
1: them with giant bags of money to run MLS's social media
0: accounts, because that was amazing. That was fantastic. Van Dam himself posted a picture of two people diving into water. Uh, Good on him, game. too. That was totally yeah. unfair. His red card should be rescinded, and his suspension should be rescinded. Yeah. Chicago won 2-0 against Real Salt Lake, proving once again that the undefeated preseason champions of the last three years are doing pretty well. I predicted they would be doing Better this season. Yes, so, you did. So, yep. you, guys, you, you guys laughed at me. They all laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nitlic stores his first goal in Chicago fired Jersey and started, yep. is rumored to be signing Bastion Schweinsteiner. Yep. Just fine. Yep. We'll see. Probably the best selling kit in MLS. This year, if he signs, unless Zlatan goes to the Galaxy, yeah, Grantwall reported that the Galaxy have made Zlatan the offer. So I don't see any way that Zlatan goes to MLS. Yeah. I just can't see it at this point. I mean, the man's ripping up the Premier League. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, Rebels beat Colorado one nil. Yeah, an own goal by Colorado ruins Tim How- the Tim Howard show. He basically went back to his World Cup versus Belgium form and was blocking everything. Yeah, and and. There were some questions about whether Howard replacing McMath was going to be a good idea, and it turned out not not a bad not, idea. Not a bad idea. It, I think it's, it'll take a, take a couple of games to see if it was a good idea or not, but definitely wasn't a bad idea to put him in. Yeah. Uh, Montreal 2, Seattle 2. Montreal blew a 2-0 lead. Yeah, Will Bruin played the comeback for Seattle. Um, maybe they won't be the worst in the lead like we thought so last week. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this was, I mean, this was also, like, literally last minute of the game. Yeah. In stoppage time, equalizer, incredible scenes. Hashtag scenes. Right. In the <laughs> Olympic Stadium uh, in Montreal. Not what the home crowd wants to see. Go watch the video, you'll watch the crowd. kind going get deflated. You also saw Houston beat Columbus 3-1. Am I
1: the only one that's really drinking the Houston Kool-Aid at this point? Like
0: They're playing really well. It's hard yeah. not to, like... That cougar looks tempting. Yeah. It looks <laughs> and delicious. It's and a I hot s- summer day. I, I swear to you, there day. is
1: not cyanide in it. Oh, my God. So, one unfortunate thing related to That's implied, Colin. That's implied. So, one unfortunate thing. Justin Miram of the Columbus crew uh, has turned down a call-up to the Iraq national team due to concerns about being able to travel um, to and from Iran, where
0: Iraq has to play its games, um, and you can't really blame the guy. There's a lot of uncertainty right now, and and it, to his credit, his statement didn't really mention anything about the politics. He simply apologized for not being able to accept the call-up. Yeah. So he he's it's, it's there's also some news about how the uh, World Cup bid that the United States is rumored to be making for 2026 could be hurt by by these sort of travel bans so a lot of stuff being affected in soccer by the politics around you alright with that NYC FC beat DC 4-0 WV uh, scores a brace and come on DC for the better United we scored
1: (laughs) yeah DC stick to politics
0: jeez literally says cries into beer here on the notes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I follow the notes to a T guys come on yeah there you I'm, go I'm professional these aren't notes they're stage directions <laughs> Right. Uh, SKC nil FC Dallas nil speaking of teams we were high on before I mean I was talking up FC Dallas yeah so I don't we probably shouldn't be putting too much weight into these results it's week two there's okay 36 weeks Yeah, yeah guys Guys just ignore You know Everything that happens Right now Is just a start You can ignore them Entirely It's not worth it Just forget about it Okay In fact Why are we going Through any of this Let's just end the Podcast right here You know And we'll, we'll pick it Back up in week 10 Of MLS uh, <laughs> When we hopefully Have something better Wasn't, wasn't my point But yeah, <laughs> yeah not San quite. Jose San Jose 3 Vancouver 2 uh, Vancouver were
1: up 2-0 And then David Usta Gets sent off For a foul On the box and San Jose is able to win against 10
0: Vancouver players. It was a fall just outside the box. Oh, actually. just outside. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. San Jose player was through on goal and got taken out. Yeah. <laughs> <was that> yeah. <laughs>
1: Dog so if I've ever seen one. Um, last game, uh, Philly 2 2 against Toronto. Another one of those. Don't take too much into it, especially if you're a Toronto fan.
0: Yeah, we had a, another Twitter-related drama, drama, drama afterwards where Alejandro Bedoya decided to make a locker room statement after this game, essentially saying that Josie goes down a bit easy. And then Altidore took to Twitter saying something to the extent of, and I'm paraphrasing here, say it to my face, and then promptly deleted the tweet. Because Bedoya responded and was like, hey, let's," and they took out our contacts. what I said, and I'm assuming they worked it out
1: off Twitter. Yeah, there's probably some dank memes going back and forth in the WhatsApp group that all of the U.S. national team players have. But Mitch is not allowed to be there anymore. Yeah, yeah, Mitch is totally (laughs) deleted from that. Um,
0: Solid week in MLS, myth. Goals? I mean, yeah, two, tons of goals. Two late comebacks. I mean, this is yeah. uh, Chicago proving that maybe they've got something there. Lots of narratives. Uh, let's not talk about the narrative of the planner. <laughs> Lots of narratives. What narratives? <laughs> There's no narrative there. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, MLS has <laughs> announced that they're uh, joining Leader Amets on the Univision Deportes the Facebook Live. They'll be streaming one game per weekend, I believe. And the first game is actually this Saturday. Um some southern united team will be playing Chicago okay yeah we we were wondering about how MLS is going to respond to Liga MX going on to Facebook live and this seems to be and it was what do you see what do you do yeah do the exact same thing also they are going to have one condensed match every week on YouTube as well which is pretty cool awesome um, let's
1: move into our occasional segment about expansion this week its survivor On this island, deep in the
0: Pacific, the ultimate game will take place. This is a game of survival, where only one can win. Jeff Ruder from 551 reported that Don Garber, D-Garbs himself, our commissioner, has reported, well, has said, that LAFC will join the league alone 2018. Two expansions going, one expansion comes out. I mean, one expansion
1: goes in. One expansion has been there for way too long and probably
0: <laughs> was it's Overstayed as well. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's awkward now. Yeah, like turn the lights off in the room. He doesn't get the clue to just leave.
1: Or like, like you know those <laughs> yeah, you know those shows that just keep bringing the same. Contestants back year after year after year because they liked them once. Yeah, like, like that, Survivor? that's survivors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they do that. Uh, okay, think. all right, yeah. all right. Uh, soccer city Sa- SD was reported on uh, Twitter, which made me think soccer city, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. I mean, you first said it was Bismarck. Which yeah. is hey, not I deleted South that tweet. Dakota. Much like Josie Altador, I deleted that tweet. So you squash your beef with Bismarck? That's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. I <laughs> forgot that Bismarck was in North Dakota. <laughs> I can't keep them straight. They both have the same name in their thing, you know. Like Arthur Blank can't get it right. Why should I? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's classic of that. No, but it's actually Soccer City San Diego who released renders beautiful, beautiful renders of what their stadium will look like. Hey, no Star Wars nicknames for these stadiums, folks. Just remember when you're looking at at these renders. You've got a football stadium to the left. It looks pretty hot there. No, it doesn't. I wanted to let it go, but I couldn't. I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've got a football stadium to the left, a soccer stadium to the right. And um, yeah, it looks pretty. They're nice renders. Alright, with that, we should take a quick break, after which we will be back with all sorts of soccer news from all over the world. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer, where we are running way behind. So we're going to cut a few segments from this week's show. First off, Caleb, sorry, no excellent adventures for you this week. But I already bought my plane tickets. Whoops. Too bad. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. We are also going to condense the pyramid scheme where we talk about the rest of U.S. soccer other than MLS into exactly one news story, which is?
1: Minneapolis City player Martin Brown called up to the Liberia national team.
0: Very cool. Very cool. All right. Let's move on to a segment we call The Sewer where we talk about U.S. men's, women's, baby, teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> This happened pretty much right after we retorted last week. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team uh, lost to France in the final game of the hashtag She Believes Top. And I have to say hashtag. Speaking of France and the U.S. Women's National Team players, uh, Alice Morton stored a hat trick in her game with Leon in the French Top. Very cool. Also, got to just give a quick shout out to the fact that International Women's Day was last week, last Wednesday. It also happens to be my birthday. So. Alright, with that, let's take a flight over to England where we visit a pub every week to talk about English soccer. Which pub are we going to do this week, guys? We're going to the Bigoted Lion. And the reason we're going to there is because Millwall got absolutely destroyed by Spurs. And for once, Colin, you're happy that the Spurs won this game. I mean... Any time that
1: Spurs wins 6-0 against a team, I'm usually frustrated. But when it's a team that's as classy as Millwall, I'm really not going to complain that much. Especially when their horrific supporters, as usual, decided to do something despicable. Um, heung Song. um, Midfielder for Tottenham um, was subjected to some really vile racist chants during
0: the game. Um, this there's, there's is, no this place is for I that. mean, yeah. There's, there's no, no place, place in that. the game. We've been saying this over and over and over again about Millwall and its fans. I'm tired of saying it out loud. Uh, I'm tired of having to talk about it. When is something going to be done? Well, once and for all. Hopefully, this will be the last time Millwall is actually relevant in this section. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, well. Anyway, I just got to shake my head a little bit for a second. Um, All right. Man City beat Middlesbrough 2-0 in the FA Cup. uh, In another FA Cup result, that is. You also saw Arsenal beating Lincoln City 5-0. Yeah.
1: um, Probably the strongest side you will ever see between a top-five team in the Premier League and a non-league team. And we'll talk about why they needed to show such strength in the next segment. Ooh, a teaser.
0: (laughs) Chelsea beat Manchester United 1-0. In the return of Judas Mourinho to Stanford. except he's not Judas. I, yeah, I'm actually on Jose Mourinho's side in this whole thing, which which feels which feels very wrong. weird. It's it feels wrong. wrong. I feel yeah. very wrong. But he was fired I, by Chelsea. He's not. He didn't leave them for Manchester United. He was fired.
1: Right. I'm just a fan of top-notch trolling. So what happened was um, as. Chelsea's fans were chanting Judas at him. Um, Jose Mourinho held up three fingers to show the amount
0: of titles that he won for Chelsea. He also pointed to the pitch and held up three more fingers at three points today, which unfortunately did not happen. But he also then came back with the fantastic post-game comeback. I will be Judas until you have a manager who has won three more titles. So, uh, good on you, Mourinho. West Bromwich, I lost 0-3 to to Everton. Except for the savior for Everton
1: seems to be on the outs. Uh, Romelu Lukaku, Caleb, stop! Stop <laughs> being so happy. I'm so happy. Um, Romelu Lukaku um, has reportedly told Everton brass that he is not going to uh, continue on with the club any further because he wants to play Champions League football. Shock!
0: This is my shocked face. Burnley were beaten my Liverpool two one. Yeah. Yeah, surprising result. I'm so I, happy. He's been yes. bottling this all episode. Uh, Liverpool did not play that well. Uh, a lucky bounce in the box allowed uh, Gino and Autumn to tie the game before, right before halftime. And then a screamer by Emre Chan won it for Liverpool. And Emre Chan has not been putting in the, the performances recently. So that's good to see from him. Yeah. Hey, last week, you took an excellent adventure to Scotland, talk about the Scottish Premier League, and we mentioned the fact that the Old Firm Derby between Celtic and Rangers is an important fixture in that league. Well, hey, guess what happened this past week? Was it the Old Firm Derby? Exactly. It was. Okay. Uh, no, 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 it was the Old Firm Derby. Oh, I'm so yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and we know the segment's about English soccer, but, you know, Scotland's just north of England, and they aren't independent just quite yet, even though if Nicola Sturgeon gets her way etc etc so what happened in the old firm derby, guys uh celtic tide rangers 1-1 uh pretty much as much brutality as you didn't expect for a game like this yep emerson um, Lake, and palmer or emerson heineman as we know him exactly. set up the uh, lady equalizer yep um had a shot parried
1: off by uh craig gordon that uh was pretty much just put in for a tap-in so Nice assist by the young American Emerson Hyndman, who apparently
0: has been getting great reviews for Rangers. Which is fantastic for the future of UF's MNT. Yep, our Ninja Turtles are going to be pretty good. We have a question from the listeners, or should I say listener, at Texas Zeller asked you to predict the Zellberg Derby. Which our friends, David Zeller and Anna Freeberg, who are married. And they combine their last names into a hashtag called Zellberg. And Anna is a Man City fan. David is a Liverpool fan. What do you think is going to happen, guys? Um, I already pred- predicted this on Twitter. I think uh, three Claudio Bravo mistakes lead to a few goals for Liverpool. Absolutely not biased take there from uh, Caleb. Three-one Liverpool. I think it where i just won one bad. We can't get a clean sheet. Okay, not Caleb. What do you think?
1: Um, flip it around. I think the, <sighs> there's a little bit too much quality with Man City. Um That's actually not funny this
0: week Because that actually happened Caleb is making dying like Actions and actually there was A fan who after watching (laughs) Barcelona have a shock upset Over PSG actually passed away I guess I mean if you got a goal You might as well go really happy I guess Yeah. Really kind of tragic, tragic news Yeah, so
1: speaking of The next segment uh, Let's move into it, Uh, they don't call it soccer
0: In brackets, some do though in this segment, we cover the rest of the world soccer that we haven't talked about already. And as I just mentioned, there were Champions League fixtures, one of which was Barcelona. Six, Paris Saint-Germain one. How do you screw up a second leg this bad? You don't press like you did in the first leg. The PSG ran a high press against Barcelona that kind of took their midfield out of it. And they decided to sit back and let Barcelona come to them. Fun fact for you: If you're if you're a manager of a team, you play in Barcelona and you sit back and wait for them to come to you. <laughs> they're gonna score a lot of goals. They are gonna
1: score a ridiculous
0: amount of goals. Luna Emery, wake up! <laughs> um,
1: PSG has mentioned that they might be sending a letter to UEFA regarding some of the... Uh, they, they did today, earlier
0: today. Oh, they did actually it send is it in.
1: pretty hilarious. Oh, Which, I mean, there man, were a
0: couple I, of penalties that were contested, whether they were actually penalties. Luis Suarez I, apparently went down easy. I think the Luis Suarez one was a little suspect. The but, other one was definitely a penalty in my eyes. I think, and I think... That is the realistic take. I actually think the Suarez penalty was also actually a penalty because there is a guy behind him. Their legs do make contact. It looks like so. For me, it's it's kind of like I I think it's realistic that you could you could call it two penalties and and like a lot of PSG players accepted. You don't give up six goals and compa- like uh, complain about two of them. I'm sorry. Uh, I just think the best part of.
1: All of it was just the the timing of all of these goals. Uh, Barca had gotten just back into range, and then PSG gets the all-important away goal, and then it took eight minutes for it to completely change.
0: Neymar had a fantastic game. He played out of his mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Gee, Neymar being good? What? And after this game, Arsene Wenger had this to say on Luis Enrique, Barcelona's outgoing manager. It just sums up that two weeks ago he was an idiot and everyone said you have to leave. So he said, okay, I go. Today he is a hero. That sums up this job. Now these comments are relevant because... um, <laughs>
1: Arsenal 1, Bayern 5... At the Emirates Which means that Byron Munich Go through 10-2 On aggregate
0: Yep The, the scoreline was pretty bad Um I think the ref helped Byron in the In the second leg Uh Trostone was sent off he, I don't think he should have been Um I'm just sorry it, That you have to be Subjected Subjected to two Like Negative eight Negative nine Goal differences In one week
1: You know Honestly <laughs> at this point And I I went on Twitter About this I've I finally, I'm not sure if I'm on the Wenger out bandwagon. I'm on the just be completely apathetic towards Arsenal bandwagon because it's just, it's too depressing to keep going. And I think if Wenger leaves at the end of the season, which there's increasing chatter that's going to happen.
0: It's probably for the best. There was a Wenger Art banner both at the Minnesota Wild game and in the Dark Cloud section this past week. So, same guy, same guy. He's on yep. Twitter. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Dortmund beat Benfica 4 0. Aubameyang had a hat trick but Who oh, cares Yeah <laughs> Nonsense Christian Pulisic Had a goal And an assist Literally messy guys Literally And he scored uh, The game winner In the German Cup today For Dortmund They're playing A, th- a third tier German side But who cares He scored the game winner You guys Yep We're gonna win the World Cup all right, Leicester beats Sevilla 2-0, a story that only Shakespeare could have written. It's
1: funny because their coach is named Craig Shakespeare.
0: <laughs> Original <laughs> jokes brought to you by We Call It Soccer. <laughs> now, okay, here's the thing. A couple of weeks ago, they drove a hearse outside of King Power Stadium. Did they really? With a oh flowers that said R.I.P. football. Uh, and of course, some mourners, a man in a in a black tie outfit, more you know, driving the hearse. And, this and was then of three days later, footballers are resurrected, and they beat Sevilla. Right? Is that how <laughs> it happens? It is Lent, you guys. So. It is. <laughs> so uh, apparently, Lester gave up losing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ranieri, you
1: know what, you know what? Samir Nasri should have given up though, being a complete
0: jackass. It has not been a good season for him. Just it, on the field and off. I mean, is there <laughs> such thing as a good season? Hey, for hey, hey. Nasri. I'm sure that whole drip Doctors thing was great on Twitter. <laughs> okay, so let's let's not judge his entire season yet. Uh, <laughs> um. At Sport, um, the
1: the ex BBC Sport uh, parody account um, tweeted out a uh, conversation between. Uh, so, Drip Doctor asked Nasri. Come over. Nasri. Sorry, I got a UCL game. <laughs> Drip doctor. I've got no more appointments this meeting Or this evening. Nasri. A picture of him headbutting JB Vardy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, which is how he got sent off. He was already on a yellow when this happened. Vardy himself had a jiffable moment when he decided at some, one point after skying the ball late in the game to start punching his own head. Which is what I was going to suggest. Maybe that's what's been happening in Minnesota United training is with all these concussions. <laughs> Only it's with an iron skillet instead of their face. <laughs> see, Bruce, stop it with the skillet, man. It, we, Bruce. we could use freaking McLean. <laughs> what happened? The iron skillet is
1: supposed to threaten them. You're not supposed to actually use it. <laughs>
0: all right moving along uh by the way before we get past the last news we should mention well maybe we were wrong about Ranieri being let go anyway that uh that now that that's done let's move on uh Real Madrid and Uwe both win in advance uh, I
1: mean, okay one. fine <laughs> um Man City and Monaco and Atletico and Bayer Leverkusen likely will have played by the time that you hear this
0: podcast Iker Casillas, formerly of Real Madrid, has actually beaten his record at Real of clean sheets by earning 16 games in one season without seeing a goal against him. And Porto is actually currently on top of the Portuguese league with no losses in the last 22 domestic games. Incredible. 57 goals. Rid- That's ridiculous. That's great combo. They probably didn't win the league. i that's not a very hot take at all. Like, <laughs> I was going to say. That yeah. take is on ice. It's so cold. Right. And with that, we're going to move into a segment we call the Reynolds Wrap-Up, where we take our tinfoil hats and watch Not Caleb tell us about <laughs> a soccer conspiracy theory that we're thinking about, and he breaks down for us.
1: So there's a very, very simple question that we need to ask. How is Jermaine Taylor still in the Minnesota United setup, let alone the starting lineup after he moved to left back for the game against Atlanta. I'm fairly certain that we've, we've pieced this together. Um, did you know that Miguel Gallardo is not actually signed to a team yet? I, I didn't know that, actually. Have you ever seen Miguel Gallardo and Jermaine Taylor in the same place (laughs) at the same
0: time? Oh my god, this is a callback. So,
1: so if you recall, Miguel Gallardo was only able to maintain his spot in the Jacksonville Armada (laughs) setup because he had incriminating as hell photos of Tony Miola and was able to just keep them as Blackmail. Um, so I'm pretty sure that Miguel Gallardo has taken the place of Jermaine Taylor and is using the exact same tactics to make sure that he can keep his place in the team. However, it has actually been revealed tonight. Big news on MSNBC. Literally yeah. an hour before we recorded. Yeah, seriously. Um, this this compromise that he has is a bunch of Donald Trump's tax returns. (laughs) However, he is only willing to release two pages of the 1040 at a time. So, fingers crossed, we're going to see more of it, but unfortunately it likely will mean that there will be more Jermaine Taylor left back (laughs) as the season continues. (sighs) I feel sorry for the guy, man.
0: We're all hating on him, and... I I I it's. I mean this is tough. what happens
1: When he's not releasing All of the tax returns at
0: once <laughs> Yes that's the reason We're hating on him Not his play on <laughs> the field That is the reason God. I just love that you went With the Gallardo thing <laughs> <laughs> Miguel Gallardo Somewhere right now Listening to this Being like I thought that was over. I thought when these guys and their <laughs> stupid team you win know what, MLS, the guess. or he was like, they were right. They're on to me, and he like runs out of his <laughs> hotel room, like burning him time and wiping down fingerprints and everything. The going. new secretary of goalkeeping in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, we should call it close to this week's show. Caleb, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at kolson716. And um, they can find a video you filmed on Kick TV's celebration yeah, video. It's not Caleb M. Olson; It's Tay Olsen716. Uh, they is. didn't credit me correctly, but that's okay. They still use my video, which is pretty cool. I'm also on
1: 55.1. I'm over at The Attachment on Twitter, um, basically just reposting every funny thing that Sporf posts. You can find me at
0: TWO United Fans, including posting. I also post episodes of this podcast. You can also find this podcast and find podcast providers everywhere, including at 55.1, which you should go and read. You can also find me at the Dark Cloud section, Minnesota United Games. You can find me in the Away section when Minnesota United plays the Colorado Rapids this coming weekend. We will see you next week. Bring them better luck than me.